Da-da-da. Your neighbor's hood. Except today we're in my hood. So we yeah. actually live up to our name. We go to each other's hoods all the time. So. Well, really we're in your hood because you rolled your ankle. Yeah, I rolled my ankle, so never mind. But That's it doesn't matter. We, we should come to each other's Yes, room. yes. Because it helps. You get to see my cat. I get to see your dogs. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> but today we're talking about... Juneteenth. Juneteenth. And I'm so excited because you actually sent the message mm-hmm. yesterday and was like, hey, how's about we do something on Juneteenth? Yeah. Which I was like, yeah. What made, Tell me what made you think yeah so right so i will admit i didn't know what juneteenth was until uh, i think it was last year or it's, it's been in the last two two years that i heard about it and i just started researching it more and then i was like this is super important because mm-hmm. it wasn't even something that i learned about in high school or college i didn't learn about it until as an ad- adult like myself until i educated myself and I saw I think that is a real problem so I'd love to well so first of all what is Juneteenth you what want is to Juneteenth? tell the listeners all right so about. Juneteenth is a celebration of the actual freedom of slaves and I say actual and I use that very loosely because we know what preceded the uh, the freeing of the slaves in Texas so in 1863 mm-hmm. President Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation yep I say loosely, freeing the slaves. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was still some fighting going on between the Union and the rebel army. So in the Confederate, so it was like, okay, there were slaves free, but they definitely weren't free everywhere. And it came down to, I think, I know it was two years later, 1865, Mm -hmm. where there was a group that went in. Mm-hmm. In Texas. Yeah. Granger. And, Gordon Granger yeah. went to Galveston. All the Jews. Take it away. Well, yeah. So he just went to Texas and was like, yo, uh, there's been a proclamation. <laughs> they are slate Like you, whatever you are doing, mm-hmm. we cannot do anymore. And they, you know, and, and they had gone to Texas. And I read that it was in Texas because they couldn't reach. Like the Union Army mm-hmm. really wasn't there. Does that make sense? So right. like, Yeah, there wasn't a present. There was yes. a lot of presence. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And I read too, it was, I think, at New Orleans and or, or Louisiana, a lot of the slave owners took um, their slaves and migrated them to Texas yeah. because, you know, they could get to New Orleans or, or they knew they would be safe in Texas. Does yeah, that make they, sense? Yeah, they wouldn't. Because it was physically just harder to get to Texas. Mm-hmm. So this Union General, uh, Gordon Granger, I believe, uh, took, yeah, he goes down and he says, like. Let them free. Yeah, right. Because he's like, this This proclamation was signed two years, I, yeah. I believe it was two and a half years ago, yeah. saying, like, you, you, what you're doing, you can't. You know, and then fine. I mean, and finally, it took then for people to realize, like, wake up. And a lot of the slaves didn't even know they were they free. They had no idea. They had no idea. And I actually, uh, in in per, you know, thinking about this, I was like, man, there have been some really smart people mm-hmm. <laughs> that have captured what Juneteenth. I mean, it's one thing for me to say, well, I believe it's the the point where all yeah. the slaves were considered or had um, knowledge that they could have their freedom. But there was a gentleman, he runs the Civil Rights Museum mm. in Washington, D.C., and he says the whole idea behind Juneteenth is that the government doesn't decide the people's fate so much as they are a an organization to provide the people an opportunity to drive their own nation's history. Mm. So for the people, the government's not, it doesn't necessarily decide what happens to us. It's an It's a vehicle for us to determine what happens to us. Mm, And so that that the fact that there were all of these black um, soldiers who couldn't vote, 
were enslaved, were disenfranchised, um, still managed to be a part of getting their own freedom yes. via the government, right. even though they didn't have so many rights. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was kind of like, yeah. That's right. so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really, it's a celebration of when slaves realized it themselves. I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, they, they weren't technically free. And like you said, there's still Jim Crow and that's like yeah. a whole, whole episode itself. Yep. Yeah. Um, but then two and a half years later, mm-hmm. they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know. And and I think it's it still, to me, says a lot that we still don't know what it is. I didn't know what it was. Well, you know, so I mm-hmm. didn't know. In a lot of ways, people don't know and don't celebrate it. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, my... I don't know. I mean, I'm challenging myself and just, you know, in preparing for this episode, I was trying to like go back to my history classes, even in college. And I was like, why didn't I learn about this? You know, why wasn't this presented to me? And I just, my opinion on it is, and then I'd love you to share yours. It's just because we come from such an ethno white perspective on everything for for history. I mean, that would be, and is is that because of racism? Yes. In some terms, I, yes. (laughs) I, I mean, yeah, that's in so many short words. Right. Um, but does that mean my teachers were racist? I don't I don't know. Maybe they had implicit bias and they were part of a larger system that didn't even make it normal or or challenge them to look for other perspectives that weren't white. So when we look at how our textbooks are made and who decides what goes into the minds, because schools don't necessarily, some don't create their own curriculum. They get textbooks and they base their curriculum off those things. We are the mercy of what was Mm -hmm. given to us in these textbooks Mm -hmm. by Peterson or Mick, what is it? I can't think of it, McHill or whatever the other textbook companies Mm -hmm. are. So we're at their mercy. Right. So it's like... We're only learning what they're putting in the books. And the people that are putting the information in the books are European Americans. So they get to decide what we are being fed. And for a long period of time, you know, black students were just getting the hand-me-down books that white students had. Right. So then they were only being taught and they weren't allowed to. When we did have our own schools that were teaching our history, those schools were either burned down or that's part of the reason why integration was so important because mm. then you get to control what these black students are learning these black schools are not just teaching them the history behind them to give them hope of who they are and who they could be we right. need to get rid of that wow it goes back to the convenience of discrimination the convenience yeah. of segregation you know what i mean right. of integration because it it ultimately gives you more control right and just stepping it backwards looking at why the emancipation proclamation Mm -hmm. came about so we're looking at before we even got to the point where Lincoln saying hey I'm gonna free these slaves they had already decided you know they were they were gonna go ahead and um let black folks join the join join the union army but the secretary of state this is really interesting the secretary of state came to Lincoln was like hey or the union had just come off of a really terrible loss at the capitol right and so um Lincoln's like look we're not going to we're not going to win this thing if we don't allow black folks to fight. Like if we don't allow these right. people to fight. But the European Americans were very nervous about that because they saw what happened in Haiti. I don't know if you know about the slave rebellion in Haiti, which was really crazy. The the uprising. So there were black soldiers who were trained by the French army, and when the French army, uh, with the first opportunity that they got, they took over. This is why Haiti's free. They took over the and killed the French army. So they 
European Americans wow. were like, shit, we ain't letting that happen. We don't want them in our armies. We Because what happens when they get that fear, right? What happens when they get their freedom? What are they going to do? They're going to do what they did in Haiti. They're going to try to kill all of us. So they didn't want us in the army. But what the Secretary of State is, and I don't remember his name, said, hey, don't, don't allow them to join our movement. Don't allow them to join the army until we get a win. So then it doesn't look like we're reaching out our hands to these black folks, to these Negroes. It looks like we're allowing them to be a part of something good. So they didn't even let black folks into to help support the fight until it was until it could look like I didn't need you. Right. We did it on we our own. We did it on our own. Right. And then they allowed they allowed us in. And then that allowed black folks to be a part of helping when the, when the Emancipation Proclamation came along, helping that process of getting other black folks to understand that they were free. Wow. You know what I mean? Your PR team. That's right. like, send in the PR team. Right. <laughs> I mean, granted, they were on the front lines. It was like over 200,000 yeah. um, slaves that, you know, men that enlisted in the army. But think about that fear right. behind. I mean, and I'm sure, like you just said, the yeah. Texas guy, the guys moved you know, down in the South, moved their folks to Texas because there's that fear there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, right, because they were like, well, shit, they're coming. So now we need, they wanted to continue their lives. Mm -hmm. They wanted to continue the way that they were doing things. You know, and that goes to, and this is, you know, to what you were saying with the Emancipation Proclamation when you study it. It's like, it was more so of a political move. Very much so. You know, um, I love politics. So I'm always like, <laughs> I, I saw that, you know, and I'm like, this is just a chess game. <laughs> Not saying that Lincoln wasn't a good person, no. but I think the re the only reason I bring that up and it's relevant to what we're talking, talking about is that it's just, we really have to challenge our history uh, mm -hmm. as a country. I really believe that. And that's going to be a very controversial thing for me to say, because I think what happens is we as Americans want to believe that we are, we're good, inherently good, and that we haven't done these horrible things right. but they're facts and we don't talk about them and that's in my opinion why we don't know so much about Juneteenth yeah because it's something that we are not we in this country still are not comfortable talking about slavery and lynching and just terrorism domestic terrorism that happened here in some of our parents lifetimes you know and we're not comfortable talking about it and so we can't heal past it so what do we do will we just we make it um, abstract dates. Okay, so this was, you know, and don't personalize it and make it mm -hmm. real. Does that make sense? Yes. And to me that it kind of falls in line with, I can't recognize some people don't want to or know to recognize how strong we've been when we've come together. Yeah. So just like with Lincoln acknowledging that how we could have a better, we could do more things yeah. if we let these slaves in. I can't really acknowledge that I'm, that your, your presence is a good thing for this country. I can't really recognize that your history, what your history has done for this country, because now that compromises my idea of what the founding fathers actually did. That compromises my contribution, and it almost puts you as like an equal partner in the building of this America. Yes, yes, and it's so, and it's hard. I mean, that's been really hard for, for me, and I'm still grappling with it, mm -hmm. of like just have, taking pride in my country. How do you do that? I mean, how does that, I mean, that's rhetorical or you can answer, but it's a very difficult thing to, to, to process, you know, mm -hmm. just, just going through when you really look at history and what's happened, what's done. And then also um, today, which is more insidious, is that we don't talk about it. And it's yeah. not even, it's not even something we think about. Like I, I didn't even think about Fourth of July in the perspective of a black person until yeah. a couple years ago. And I still wrestle with that holiday because there was a, when, July 4th, 1776, there were, I, I should know the population, I don't, but how many people were literally enslaved and those 
two ideas. I, we were fighting for freedom, yet we were still enslaving people. Right. Can someone please, <laughs> I mean, how does that? I don't know. Can you speak to your opinion on the 4th of July and what yeah, you do I with don't it? celebrate the 4th of July. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I don't, it's not, I don't feel connected to the 4th of yeah, July. Yeah, right. By any means, I'm grateful for the decision makings that led us to a 4th of July, which led us to a Juneteenth, because that is why we're sitting here today. So I have an, it is yeah. kind of, a, I have an understanding of what all decisions, uh, the butterfly effect, mm-hmm. in a sense that no one little thing oh, changes right. the courses of history, which allows certain things to happen. I have an appreciation for that, but I also recognize that um, some of those things have kept my people back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I love, yeah. I love brown, like I love all people, but I feel a deep connection to black folks of course. and the, the idea of the struggle and what it is, what it took for these people. I have no idea who they, you know, who they are by, by name or face. Right. But I know that for, for years they didn't see a way out. And so when you look at a group of people who are celebrating their independence, but you've got this whole pe- group of people that I feel very much so connected to. They see no way out. And they weren't free. No, there's there were generations. I mean, it's pretty of- simple. Is If there's something I'm missing. No, you're not yeah. missing anything. I you mean, don't think you're missing anything. There's an entire group of, and, and they're celebrating yeah. freedom. And, and, and a- this is going to be controversial to people that listen to it because it's challenging what we know to be true, yeah. our truth about our country. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that America is hasn't, isn't a great country it's just you can't move forward and still be great without acknowledging these things in recent years i've come to terms at least in my mind i've said it is not that america is great it's that america is great at moving the needle forward because i don't know that america has ever been a great for all the people that are on her that walk her land right for all the people right I don't know. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe that it's ever just been great. I think it's always been better. And I think we are great at moving that needle. Yes. So it's like, there's no point in history that I feel like I would want to go back to because America was a great place at <laughs> right. that time. I love that. I mean, I don't want to get into the weeds, but I love it when people say make America great again. Cause it's like, again, for, from what, for who, from for whose perspective? Time? I mean, sure. If you're a white man, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Yes. We won't, I don't want to get into rabbit no, but trails, the, but I mean, yeah, yeah. But then that, and then it, it it trickles back around to understanding that we've been great at moving the needle forward. And Juneteenth was a day where the needle moved a little bit more forward, right? Um, so where you weren't enslaved by law, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You were, you know, though that chain was released, but there were so many other chains to get out of. Right. So, but I'm grateful that that chain got released and that we're able to celebrate the fact that somebody said, huh, those black folks can be resourceful. Right. Outside of, you know, tilling and working the land and birthing the children, I mean, you know, and feeding the children or whatever, that they could be a part of the movement to move America forward. Right. And then they said, hey, you know, they could be a part of it and we don't have to use or abuse them. So great. That moved the needle forward. Right. Um, I just, like, I, I appreciate Juneteenth for the fact that, again, it, it moved how us how can the white community celebrate Juneteenth? Should we? Can we? You I know? think. I mean, I just think it's a part. This is the thing: is that when we talk about, we I think we've separated our history so much that we don't understand that it's all our history. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So when you talk, when you look at African American studies, like that's American history. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we, we've only had to separate them because we weren't allowed to have them. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like the only reason why these cultures or the history is separated is because it was not socially acceptable to acknowledge, to teach, to take in on a, on a wide scale black history. Yeah. Which is why we have Black History Month. And like I said, African-American studies, which we, which was needed Absolutely. in order to keep what black folks were doing at the forefront but i think all of it is american history yeah if it we is. get away from the that we talked about labels if we get away from the fact that um when people say american they only think of european woman or man and think when they say american they think of a whole lot of different people it's all our history so i think white people can celebrate the fact that america made some choices to move the needle forward and it was good for another group of americans mm, which made it better for all of us which was good for I all hope. americans yeah right and so to say hey i acknowledge that june june 19th was a day of celebration and um, look at where we are now. You and I are, are friends. We're right. having conversations because of this, because mm. of Juneteenth. Oh, I love so, that. Right. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what gives it value and, mm-hmm. and its purpose and what makes it important. Yeah. yeah, because you're right. It's not just your history being a black woman. And it's my history. It's, it's our history mm-hmm. by birth that we were born on American soil. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. And that's such a great, see, but I did that. I, I said, oh, black history, white history, you know, and I was like, oh, yours history, my history. But it's not. It's our history. Mm-hmm. But it's like, see, in, in, in when you start going back and re, like, really examining things you've learned, you start to see that that was ingrained in me. It was just ingrained. It to oh, think me too. black history white history your experience my experience whereas their experiences together does that make mm-hmm. sense you know mm-hmm. I, I think we're at a point where we can do that before there was no way to do that mm. because there's was not an acceptance of black culture black anything that right it was not that was not acceptable right like y'all didn't do anything right <laughs> so no. y'all didn't do anything significant you know mm-hmm. even the people still deny that Slaves built this land, this right. country. They, there's still people in denial. So there, there. I think because we are at a point where we can say we can do cause and effect mm-hmm. statements because of this, this because of this in in history with slavery, this because of this in history with the you know I hate to call them the founding fathers, but what people call the founding fathers, this it's like that is what made us where we are now. Right. We can do that before. Nah, don't you talk about that. I will burn your house down. Right. Black people do not have anything significant in history. They didn't do anything significant. It wasn't, which is why it's very jaw dropping for people to say, oh my God, the refrigerated truck was by a black person. I didn't know that. That was built. The conversation I had with my friend on Friday, Mm -hmm. she was like, hey, did you see Hidden Figures? She was like, do you think they celebrated those people because they were like human computers or because they were black? That was a real question. I said, oh, no, no, but that's, it's like, well, both. Right. They were human computers and they were black women at that time where it was like, but now you've got the standard is, is that, that, that's normal. Right. And you could see a black computer geek and think, huh. Yeah, exactly. That's a a great, so we have made progress. Right. Right. And Juneteenth is a part of, to me, it's a part of the idea of freedom mm. it's the start of the idea exactly of per, you put that perfectly i think that's it well i think that's what they were trying to get at too with making it of because it was the day that like black like slaves were like whoa wait a minute whoa this is real like y'all aren't kidding yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like i mean no take backs no take backs. right right i mean and again I, it doesn't ever hurt to keep saying it there was still other forms of slavery that were Absolutely. still in place but 
just for this conversation because we could go on for five years. <laughs> you know, just for the, yeah. the the idea was placed in their mind when they saw a union general coming and saying like, no, you don't have to stay here physically. Like, you can yeah. go. Yeah. I can't, so, I can't even imagine what that would feel like. I can't either. Because again, it was generation after generation that saw no hope for freedom. Zero. Could you imagine being, I mean, granted, there were still people uprising, still, sure. you know, still. Oh, of course. 400. You're born into slavery. You're great, 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 great. Y'all was like, wow. That just oh, is mind blowing in and of itself. But I said like Juneteenth, we should all be grateful. Yeah. Black, white, and different. Anybody that's on this land that inhabits the, you know, United States of America should say that is awesome. Yeah. The idea of freedom became real for a group of people here, which I think is a step towards allowing other people here. Yeah. Allowing more or allow, hold on. Allowing immigrants. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. slave is slavery. I I don't consider I guess I don't say black people are immigrants because uh they didn't come in here. Right. Now. Like but this is a a a way towards allowing immigrants that don't that are not of European descent mm-hmm. here to be accepted here. Right. And they're recognized. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. So Juneteenth is important for it all is, of us. And oh that's what I wanted to ask you is why why do you think it's not as well known? Uh, what what's your opinion on that? I I just think we pick and choose when mm-hmm. it comes to holidays and I think we go along to get along with whatever, sure. you know, if it's a federal holiday, then we'll acknowledge it. Sure. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Juneteenth is not a federal mm-hmm. holiday at all. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's not mainstream. And that's unfortunate too. Right. Right. That's exactly. <laughs> it's not mainstream where it's not like a, something that we, again, that's just in our books ingrained right. in us that we know about. You know, we know about 1776. We know this. That's great. That's a part of our history, but we never, it's not, I, I would just say it's not a, popular idea to acknowledge right. that or to even know about it right. just like you started right. off by saying so right. that's why but conversations and actions meaning let's do some stuff right. let's figure out how we can celebrate there are plenty of places that have parades right. that have pageants that have all kinds of stuff about june t- juneteenth june we are actually looking on our area like yeah. what, what's what, going what on, on? Yeah. and if you look in your ear and you find that there's nothing going on make something going right. on it doesn't matter what you look like right well exactly because i think you know what i think it is too I don't, i'm not sure if there's like we know fourth of july is picnic you don't celebrate but you know i mean it's a picnic like that kind of so it's like maybe we don't know what to do with juneteenth so maybe we need to start a tradition yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know yeah i don't know i think each the great thing about america is that in you go to different towns and different you know cities and different states and they have a different way of appreciating things. yes right and you know texas i'm sure they do so much uh, <laughs> i think texas i think they do. do a huge yeah they do something huge for yeah. because yeah. it was hey it was texas and everything's right. bigger in texas that's right? true <laughs> <laughs> um but but just the idea of making it look like where you live right there's so much history where we live how do we right. tie that in right you know there's so much you know just tying those things that together. was i think that's what we were talking about before we started recording it's just i think where we live it's 50 50 right pretty much something like pretty that, yeah. close so just i wish that the city would acknowledge juneteenth i don't know if that's opinion of i don't mine, know but and maybe that's something to work towards yeah absolutely sure. right right of just even have because it's just i i guess for me the bottom line is that i wish and now i know once i have children and then they have kids and we have these conversations i wish that when i was celebrating the fourth of july i had been i could remember and hold in my heart and hands like that there was this was not freedom for everyone yeah that's a real problem for me to think yeah. about that 
That's a real problem to think. Yeah. Uh, and it's unfortunate, but it's the way that my history was taught to me. Yeah. It was taught as a timeline, but no one like taught me to think and digest and pick it apart. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. To challenge and say, well, it was free. You were free, but for everyone? But as a child, were you were we really taught to challenge? No. I think th- only nowadays exactly. we've gotten to a point where children are, and I, I'm grateful for the internet. Yeah. And that we've given our children access. Yes to have the tools to challenge to have the knowledge to challenge to to co- collaborate and and challenge and again it's up to us let me just say this if you have little citizens to challenge in a palatable digestible respectable way yes you know what i mean because i don't want to create an angry of angry black men and women sure. <laughs> i don't want that sure. i don't want to perpetuate that but i i think we're now in a position where people can look beyond you know it's not just you're not limited to what's in your library yeah, right so no, not at all. And you can still look at, right. And well, and for, that's where I know that's where I've become woke on my woke journey. It's a funny word, but you know, I, it's just mm-hmm. because of the internet, is because of Instagram and because of activists that I follow that are doing work that we're it's like what we're doing, really yeah. uh, raising my awareness for things I never would have seen because we, I didn't have any people of color at my July Fourth celebrations. It just yeah. was what it was, you yeah. know, and um, for no particular reason. It's just that's just where I grew up and that was my reality. Um, but I'm frustrated that it took a while this long. But I'm not going to stay in that frustration. That's, no. That's in the past. But I'm also just going to challenge myself and challenge other white people to just how do you look at the 4th of July? Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and thinking that we weren't all free and it wasn't freedom for everyone. It sure wasn't. Because right after June 16th, two weeks later. Folks yeah. were celebrating the 4th of July. <laughs> That's exactly my point. And then it's like, it's I'm going to challenge myself. I'm not sure if I won't celebrate it. You know what no. I mean? I don't know if I'll stop. But I think what I will do is 100% challenge my friends and family and the people that listen to this podcast to think about it. Yeah. Because I never did. Maybe it's a part of your 4th of July celebration. Right. It's just maybe honoring just, the fact that everyone wasn't free on this day. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe, maybe the goal can be, and and for Black folks too, because mm-hmm. I have a hard time with the Fourth of July, but connecting the dots between the two. Sure. So because the Fourth of July mm-hmm. is big, you know, maybe taking time on the Fourth of July to also acknowledge that. So two weeks ago, not only were you know, was there freedom for. Um, for the European Americans that were also immigrants, mm-hmm. but that two weeks ago that there was freedom for right. for or the again I, I'm just gonna say the yeah. idea of freedom right. for another group. Of yeah, people. I can adopt that as well because we know there's still so many other mm-hmm. things you know. No, but it, but it, that's but, hope is so. I think in a lot of the books that we've read, yes, and a lot of the conversations that we've had, the that theme. the the theme is that not lose hope. Yeah, hope is what pushes us forward. Yes. But let's put hope with action. Yes. And that's probably, is that maybe what Juneteenth was about a little bit as well? Is just the idea they knew that they had a lot of work to do and that things weren't going to be great mm. or even good. But that there was hope maybe? Is yeah. that it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Connect the dots. I need to connect the dots. That's that's what I'm doing right now. And that's what I <laughs> hope to do for a lot of our listeners is to connect me. And maybe listeners are more woke than me and knew more about this stuff. But I know that people around me, were, we never acknowledged it. Yeah. We never even talked about it. I didn't know what Juneteenth was. I didn't even understand that why it was important. I didn't even know that it, that they weren't technically free until two years later. Right. You know, and even the emancipation proclamation was more of a political play on a piece of hey, paper. And, and that has not changed. Right. That right. has not changed. People using political power to push 
for you An know there's something or, behind yep right, agenda yeah right or mar- like using a marginalized community to yeah. get where they want to be again when it's not profitable right yeah we talked about that that's right <laughs> but at any rate so so what so what now what <laughs> well so what my so what is juneteenth it's a thing look it up don't just rely on us but <laughs> Also, uh, now what I would say, definitely celebrate today. And that can, it's, it can be simple. It can be just looking up activists or people to follow or just read. If you simply just read what Juneteenth is, that's just a way to acknowledge and celebrate it to me. That's a simple yeah. enough thing to start, to get yeah, the starting yeah, yeah. line. And then, but to add to my now what, I would say on July 4th, um, you know, listeners, just holding your heart in your hands, the idea that people weren't free on this day yeah. and it wasn't freedom for everyone. Yeah, so what? Juneteenth is an important part of American history. Um, Now what? I would say if you're looking for a way to tie it into your life, start with what we all know, the Emancipation Proclamation, Mm. and walk your way forward. Mm -hmm. I think if you're looking for a starting point, because I have a little one, and I'm thinking of how do I pull that forward for her, it's start with what do we all know about, Mm -hmm. and then walk towards Juneteenth. Yes, I love that. Right, because we do know that is not an easy word, the Emancipation Proclamation. No. I'm trying to say it fast. But yes, that's a great starting yeah, place. That's a good starting place. But then place. if you're like picturing walking on a timeline, walk a little bit farther. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, unfortunately, we when we study history, we yeah. don't walk. It's like just a little bit farther. <laughs> yeah, but this is a day that you can just walk. You can walk right up to June. Because right. June 15th when they arrive, June 19th when they celebrate. Right. So just walked forward i we understand what the emancipation proclamation was we get it mm-hmm. or most of us do right but we don't understand what really connect those two things together yes. in history i love it So if you connect the emancipation proclamation with juneteenth mm-hmm. you know that i guess i think that's just a way to um put that on a nice sandwich and eat it up yeah i well i think that was good yeah so i won't know if it's happy juneteenth or if it's merry juneteenth <laughs> Or if it's something up. go Juneteenth or yeah. hey Juneteenth. <laughs> Any of the above. You guys come on. I have no idea. Like you, yeah. you don't say. It's like saying happy yeah. Memorial Day. Like, right. No, it's not really happy. But no, but, but I just think again, yeah. we move forward. We do. And I just acknowledge it. So just say Juneteenth <laughs> <laughs> for now. <laughs> well, you've been listening to Your Neighborhood. I'm Christina. And I'm Jackie. And we'll see you on the flip side next Tuesday. Stay curious. This is Christina. And Jackie. And don't forget to check us out on iTunes and and Google Play. uh, Every Tuesday.